What's going on, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, and I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and let's just jump straight into it. I want to get straight into today, guys, quality versus quantity, what's more important for fat loss, but I want to first say a very big thank you for everyone who replied to last week's podcast with me asking, what do you want to hear how do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear more guests? Do you want to hear just more me talking? Do you want to hear shorter, longer? Whatever the um, kind of questions I asked in last week's um, podcast, a lot of you responded. A lot of you gave me some great insights of what you've been enjoying, what you do enjoy, what you'd like to see more of, less of. It gave me some really um, good information, and um, I'm going to take all of it and collate it all um, and come up with um, some decisions moving forward. But to kind of give you a, a rundown of what the general consensus was, one, most of you agreed that I should change the name of the podcast. Um, so I'm thinking of maybe calling it Adam Martin and his mic or Adam and his mic, a guy and his mic. I really want to make it just punchy to the point, says my name, says what I do. And away we go from there. And it also opens up the possibility for me to open up the scope of people I talk to because then it just becomes Adam and me talking. And of course, my stuff will be around fitness, fat loss, lifestyle, health, well-being, all those kinds of things. But if I kind of have lifestyle in there and living a healthy life, that really opens up just a range of ways to live a healthy life. Like it might be changing your career path, talking about talking about that or to professionals uh, in that field of how to go about changing your career path to lead you to having better mental health, which then leads you to have better physical health. And so going down that realm, I could talk to a whole host of different people with regards to that, or as I said, talk on topics myself, but as well as you know, talking about fitness, fat loss, um, all of those kind of things, um, you know, I really want to open up the and have it as broad as possible um, from there. But uh, I've got some other ideas as well that have kind of spawned from some of the things that you guys shared with me. So again, really big thank you to all of you um, who did respond to that. So thank you. But let's just jump straight into this week. As I said, quality versus quantity, what's more important for fat loss? And if you read the show notes of this pod, um, this particular podcast, you would have seen that you've heard me talk about the fact that in versus out, so calories in versus calories out, you need to be in a calorie deficit to help you lose fat, to help you lose weight. There's there's zero um, kind of if, buts, whens about that. While there might be some people out there still to this day who talk about a range of other factors that um, you know that calories aren't the issue and that no, it's insulin, no, it's carbs, no, it's whatever it might be, They've got no evidence to back that up. All of the research shows, all of the information that we have at our hand shows that calorie a calorie deficit is what's required to see you lose weight. So to answer that question from the outset, quantity, when it's just pure mathematics, is the most important factor. However, the problem is that people who hear that black and white statement that calories are all that matter when it comes to weight loss, then extrapolate that out and then always use some sort of you know, argument against that and say, what, you're telling me that 200 calories of a donut is exactly the same as 200 calories of, a bro- uh, you know, of some broccoli? No, of course not. There is different nutritional value in those foods. However, 200 calories is still 200 calories because it's a unit of measurement. It's just like saying, and I've said this um, before, is that if you're running one kilometer 
One kilometer, whether it's done on ice or it's done on grass or it's done on a flat surface or done in a hill, the one kilometer is the measurement. That doesn't change. But that's not to say that that one kilometer that you're running on a hill rather than a flat is going to be a different run that you're going to do. You're still going to travel the same distance, but it's going to be a different run. It's going to be more difficult because you're going uphill rather than the flat. Or it's going to be slipperier because you're on ice rather than on um, grass. There are nuances to this. And so don't get bored into this idea that all calories with regards to the food that they come from are created equal. The calories are just a measurement, um, as I said, a measure of how many calories are there. However, what I wanted to go into further today is to debunk and kind of bring down this argument of people who sit there and say, what, 200 calories in a donut is different, is the exact same as 200 calories in a broccoli. And I want to split it up into three different areas. And this is going to hopefully clear any confusion you have around when you hear that argument come about. And what I want to say first off, and then I'll go through each of them, is I want to run down the three things. Calories is what will determine your weight. Macros, so your carbs, fats, and protein, will determine or have much more influence on how you look, how your body looks, how the body shape um, progresses as you go over. The quality of the food you have determines or has much more outlay on how you feel. And then as I said, we're going to break those three down. So just to go over that again, keep this in your mind. Calories are what determine your weight or have most influence on your weight. The macros that you choose in the different ratios and what you have is what will determine how you look or have much more play on how you look and how your body will progress. And the quality of the food that you decide to choose is what will determine or have most impact on how you feel. So again, to just go over that briefly, calories is most important when it comes to weight. So this has been done time and time again, but two of the most noteworthy, I guess, I don't know if we call them research projects or just kind of times in place where people have gone to the extreme of this to prove this point is that there was a guy who ate nothing but potatoes, and I know he's got a book out now, and he's got uh, an Instagram page, and it's quite large, and basically eats nothing but potatoes in all their different forms, and he lost a ton of weight only eating potatoes. So I know it's anecdotal, it's one person. However, the idea that carbs prevent you from losing weight, this is just a prime example of how crazy that particular idea and how people i don't know how people can still sit there and say that carbs are what cause um you to not be able to lose weight or prevent you from losing weight and there was also a professor who ate nothing but twinkies and if anyone knows what twinkies are they're like a sponge cake filled with cream ate nothing but twinkies for an extended period of time and again lost a bucket load of weight the reason I bring these up is that they worked out how many calories they needed per day and they put themselves in a deficit and they ate nothing but, in one case, potatoes, in another case, calorie, uh, in uh, Twinkies, and they lost weight. So calories are what determine what your weight will be. If you are sitting here listening to this and you haven't lost weight and you've been trying to lose weight for two, three, four, five beyond weeks and you're not seeing any significant weight loss over that time, no matter what you think, think 
thoughts are not facts. You can think all you like, but Adam, I have been in a deficit. I'm telling you now, you haven't been. You have to be in a deficit, and if you're not losing weight, then you are not in a deficit. Now, you might have gone online and done a calculator. You might have even come to me and said, Adam, can you work out a a calorie estimate? They're just estimates. They're a fairly good estimate these days, but at the end of the day, it's still an estimate. And there's there's a multitude of different things that will affect why it might be different to the estimate that you've been given. And again, I've spoken to this uh, in the past, but the fact is the best way to determine where your calories should be to help you lose weight is track every single thing that is going into your mouth, liquids, foods, toppings, oil you use to cook things, every single thing that you use, you need to track it to the nth degree for two weeks. Track your weight over that time as well. If in two weeks time you've lost weight, you then just look back over your diary of everything you tracked, average it out, and it'll give you a daily number that you then know you need to hit. Bang, go forward. If you haven't lost weight or you gain weight over that time, you know you're either eating just about around maintenance if you haven't gained any weight, or if you're um, gaining weight, you're obviously in a surplus, but in both scenarios, you then need to subtract some calories and then figure out what or how much you wanna subtract to then, um, I guess, try and find where your deficit is. If you're around maintenance and you haven't really seen any weight gain or any weight loss, usually drop it by about 10% on what your average that you see over that two weeks. 10 to 15%, you'll probably find yourself in a deficit at that point. If you're gaining weight, I'd probably look to drop it 20, maybe 25%, and then you'll see um, most likely, again, you'll drop into a deficit and away you go from there. So again, calories are what will determine your weight. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a deficit, period. Moving on to macros will determine how you look. I have spoken endlessly again about how important protein is to the overall progress of what you're going to see. There's a number of reasons why protein is uh, of benefit to you, but the number one thing that you should really be focusing on is it really helps with maintaining lean muscle. shouldn't say lean muscle because muscle is muscle, fat is fat, but It helps maintain muscle in your body, and that's extremely important as you move forward for a number of factors. But for one, I'm sitting here saying macros will determine how you look. If you want to, I guess, get the best look out of your body, if if your goal isn't just pure weight loss, it's not just, I just want to lose weight and I don't care where it comes from, then you don't have to worry about anything else. Just focus on calories. But if you have... And you should have, again, this is just a should. I'm not going to tell you what um, you have to do. But this is my suggestion because I've been in this industry for almost 20 years. And I like to think that I've got a professional opinion on this that actually matters. And you're coming to this podcast because you want to hear some advice and maybe some tidbits that might help you moving forward. So my suggestion is that your goal shouldn't just be weight loss at all expense you should be looking at how can your body not only lose weight if your goal is weight loss, but how can you make it perform at its best as well as feel at your best? And of course, let's be honest, we're all vain and look at its best. And if you want it to look at its best, you must be hitting a protein minimum. Protein has to become a much bigger uh, importance in your life. 
And you can sit there all you like and tell me, but Adam, I just have so much trouble getting protein in. I'm vegetarian, I'm vegan, and I find it almost impossible. I hear all of the excuses, and that's what they are. They're excuses. Getting protein in, if you make it a priority, is a very easy thing to do. And at a bare minimum, and I can't say this more highly, a bare minimum, your protein number that you're aiming for should be around about 1.5 grams per kilogram of what your goal weight should be. So if you're 100 kilos at the moment and you're aiming to get down to 60 kilos, work it off the 60 kilo weight. So 60 times 1.5 would be about 90, it's not about, it's exactly 90 grams, but that is your bare minimum. So if you're getting under 90 grams per per day and your goal is to be 60 kilograms uh, of weight, you do the math on whatever your goal weight is. If you're not hitting that bare minimum, then you've got to make it more of a priority. Again, it'll help you look better over the long term, but it'll also help with satiety. So eating more protein in your diet keeps you fuller for longer. And the meal that you have itself, you'll feel full quicker from having that as well. And it'll also help you make better choices. If you're eating more protein and you're making protein a priority, you won't choose big bowls of pasta as your dinner. I'm not saying pasta is bad, but if you're having huge amounts of pasta, then obviously you're using up a lot of your calories to get that pasta. You're not going to have much room left over for the protein. So it'll start making you think differently about the food choices you make to ensure that you still get that protein in and can stay underneath your calories. So the first one, as I said, macros determine how you look. Protein needs to be the utmost importance when you're looking at the three different macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. Now, fats and uh, carbs are your other, once you nail protein, as I said, bare minimum hitting 1.5 grams per kilogram of your goal weight. I'd like to see people at least two grams, maybe even higher. But a bare minimum as a starting point, make sure you're at 1.5 grams per kilogram of goal weight. Once you've got that nailed, now let's move on to the other two, fats and carbs. This is going to mostly be determined on what kind of training you tend to do. If you're someone who likes to do a lot more lower intensity, longer duration type cardio-based training, as in you like to go for rides with um, your mates on the weekend or you walk to work every day, Um, maybe you do um, some spin classes, Um, those kind of people might sit there and say, oh, my, my... Uh, spin class is very intense it's still an hour in duration and it's mostly cardio based you're not going to be at super high intensity for one hour so it's still look at the kind of type of exercise you're doing and said if it's more of those cardio type longer um, duration type based walking cycling the bike those kinds of things swimming all those kinds of things then you probably will do better having a more balanced approach with the amount of carbs that you have and the amount of fats that you have. There doesn't really need to be an emphasis on lifting one over the other. However, if you are someone who has more higher intensity type training and there's some weight training involved, again, my suggestion based on what I've done with my clients over the years and I've worked with Olympic athletes right down to the weekend warrior, all of them, who have asked for also for my nutritional advice, I tend to give them a higher level of carbohydrates because you're going to be depleting all of your carbohydrate stores within your body 
on a daily basis or at least multiple times per week, you're going to want to replenish that and you're going to replenish that through eating more carbohydrates. So if you are someone that has more higher intensity, you like to go to CrossFit or you go to the gym, do things like F45, these kinds of things where you've got higher intensity exercise with weight training involved, you're going to want to replenish those carbohydrates. And so in that scenario, I'd sit there and say, make sure you're getting a bare minimum of 25 to 30% of your calories coming from fat because fat's still hugely important, especially in the help of production of hormones that are very important to both men and women. So make sure you're still hitting a base minimum, bare minimum again, of 25 to 30% of your calories coming from fats then basically what calories are left over you then have for your carbs. So you're going to work out obviously what your protein is. That's going to take up a certain amount of calories. Then you're going to look at, okay, I need 25 to 30% of my calories coming from fat. That's going to take up a certain amount of calories. Whatever's left over, there's your carbohydrate intake. Okay, so calories are determining your weight. Macronutrients determine how you look. And again, just to go over that before we move on, Protein is the number one priority, 1.5 grams per kilogram bare minimum of your goal weight. Try and uh, ease that up to two grams per kilogram of goal weight uh, over time. And then look at your training. Are you more lower intensity, longer duration? Cool, you can have a more balanced approach to the fats and carbs that you have. Doesn't really matter. But if you're higher in intensity, and especially if you're using weights in there, have more uh, carbohydrates in there and hit your bare minimums of your protein and bare minimums of your fats to get by. The last one, and it kind of goes right full circle when people sit there and say, oh, you're, you're telling me 200 calories of a donut is exactly the same as 200 calories of broccoli. The quality of the food determines how you feel. Now, while that guy that I talked to, the two guys that I talked about in the beginning, one who ate nothing but potatoes and one who ate nothing but um, Twinkies, while it is a method to lose weight because all they did was focus on calories, is this a way that I would suggest that people go about it? Hell No. The nutritional value you get out of food and the quality of the food you choice matters. It matters because it's how we feel. And I said, this is the last factor we're going through. If you want to have good health and well-being, wake up each day feeling energized, feeling ready to go, and giving your body everything that it needs, then the quality of the food that you choose matters. Now, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about soil quality um, that we have in the world at the moment. And the foods that we're eating these days actually have far less nutrients in them than they did 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. And so, and the, the number one, the one thing that really stood out to me, they're saying an orange today has so much less vitamin C and nutrients in it that you would need to eat eight oranges to get the same amount of nutritional value that you used to get from oranges back in 1920. So it's even more important now that you are getting lots of fruits, lots of veggies, lots of grains, lots of foods that are high in nutrient value and other foods, I just said grains, fruits, veggies, but other foods that are um, really high in nutrients that we don't talk enough about is animal products. Animal protein is so high in nutrients that you I can't see why people, and again, ethical and moral values aside, I cannot understand why anyone would not include animal products in their diet. They're just so nutritional for you. They've got so much good quality nutrients and value to them that that 
again, it's so good for you. <laughs> and I'm a bit lost for words there. As I said, I get kind of tongue-tied there when I'm talking kind of more controversial topics because someone might hear this and go, Adam, you're an animal killer. How dare you kind of promote it? That's fine. You can have your own view as much as you like. And again, ethical and moral aside, in there's a debate to be had on that at another day. I'm certainly not um, qualified enough to kind of have a debate on um, the environmental impacts of whether uh, uh, an all plant-based diet actually has the environmental impacts um, that are better than animal products because of the monocrop type um, systems that we're having these days and all those kinds of things and is animal products actually worse on the environment is it um, better is it about the same like whatever all those kind of arguments are let's just not talk about them right now i'm just talking about pure nutritional value of the food and animal products have a lot of nutritional value in them, especially things like cow, lamb. These kinds of red meats are really good for us. They've been far too demonized for far too long, saying that they're called cardiovascular um, issues. It's the reason why we've got so many heart attacks these days. No, the reason that they lump all of it in is meat causes these issues, is the standard diet these days isn't getting good quality meats. It's hamburgers, it's hot dogs, it's highly processed, shitty quality meat. It's not a good quality filet steak. Nice and lean, really good quality, grass-fed if you want to be. Again, I'm not getting into that side of it all, but good quality meat, good quality protein is what's going to help give you plenty of nutritional value. But again, plenty of fruits, plenty of vegetables, plenty of plant-based foods to go along with that to give you a full spectrum of all of the vitamins, all of the micronutrients that our body needs every single day. So I really want you to emphasize quality of food matters. So once you've nailed calories, you then move on to macros. Once you've nailed your macros and you're hitting your protein and you've sorted out, do I have more carbs or more fats in my diet? Now moving on to quality of food, quality matters because it's going to determine how you feel on a day-to-day basis. If you want to feel better, if you want to feel energized, you want to have a better life, you've got to make sure quality of food becomes a priority too. That's not to say that you can't have hot dogs or pizza or, I don't know, other processed, you know, those kinds of foods uh, in your diet because I certainly do, but I also make a lot of my diet have a high priority around the quality of food, getting plenty of plant-based foods in there, plenty of animal products in there, good quality versions of those as best as I can afford at that particular time. And then I surround um, that with the odd meals here and there that are less than nutritional um, and less quality-based around that. It doesn't have to be perfect all the time to still see great progress and still feel really good um, about how your body feels, how your body performs, and then how your body looks, and of course, the weight loss from there. So I hope in that 20 minutes, almost 25 minutes that I've been speaking there, that you've got a better understanding of quality versus quantity. Obviously, quantity is the most important thing. But then you can get a bit more clarification on when you hear these, oh, but you know, is it important that I get this or that? You now know that calories are what matters most when it comes to weight loss. The macronutrient profile of your foods, the proteins, the fats, the carbs that you get, matters most when it comes to how your body will look as you progress forward. And the quality of food that you decide to choose and have mostly in your diet is what will determine how you feel. And so I really hope that wraps up this podcast today and it's been of value to you. As always, guys, you know what I ask of you. 
hit that subscribe button, share this to just one other person that might be of value, that you that might find value from it as well. Because if you found value on it, clearly someone else is going to find value from it as well. And then leave a comment. It would mean the world to me if you could just leave a five-star review, leave a comment, tell me uh, that you're loving what you're hearing. Or, um, and yeah, I'm lost for words again. I've just heard my girls come home. Uh, Anna had to go and get a PCR test today because she's been a close contact um, with someone at uh, her thing. Hopefully it comes back negative and we're not going to have to be in isolation here for seven days. But, um, but yeah, no, I've just heard them. That's why my brain's gone a bit scattered because I heard them come home and I want to go see how it all went. But um, I'm lucky I'm finishing up here, so it's good timing. So, guys, as always, love you lots. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe, comment, five-star rating, all of those things that would mean the world to me if you could. But I'll talk to you again next week. Love you all. Peace out.